Hello, and welcome to what for you is almost certainly November 20th. It could be the day after that, but it is almost certainly not November 19th, which is the day on which I am speaking. Today is a special day, because we are streaming this motherfucker live on YouTube. And I don't know what that means for you, but for me, it means no one's going to complain to me about the previous streaming. Hey, Tom. The previous streaming service mm-hmm. that we were using. But I'm here. This is the Vergecast. I'm Neil Patel. I'm joined, as always, by Dieter Bone. Hello. Uh, Lauren Good is in from San Francisco, which they can't. You have to. It's an audio show. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're like 400 feet away way. from the microphone, and you're <laughs> miming at a camera. <laughs> this is the worst radio in history. <laughs> you got <laughs> just let's let's get this closer to you. Hi. There you go. Come on. Uh, there's like a there's like a two minute delay, which is not bad. Maybe it's a little bit less. Well, in, in about two minutes, Lauren's gonna suck at being on the radio. <laughs> uh, and Nicola's here. Nicola, the style editor of Rack.com. I am here. What up, Nicola? I have to say, there's a few things I want to say to you, Nicola. One, I think it's the first time in history that we've actually had like the same cast. I know, yeah, yeah. I'm feeling good about that. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is a core group that I'm, I'm into. Um, Nicola, I have, I have two things that I'm wondering about. Let's hear them. One, you are surrounded by screens right I now. I have so many screens. So Nicola has got her Air. She's got the iPad Pro. She's got a Surface Pro, Pro 4. 4 mm-hmm. And she's got her 6 Plus. And the pencil. And the pencil. And the proper noun pencil. How are you feeling? And the are you feeling overwhelmed? Are you feeling in the mix? Um, I feel more part of the verge than ever i have this like (laughs) joke about my transformation like (laughs) the more time i spend with you people and the more i start like you people thinking about these things like someone sent me a baby picture and i immediately thought that's an interesting aspect ratio i wonder what phone it was taken with and i was like oh no it's happening it's happening it happens so fast does that mean that the reverse is going to happen we're suddenly going to be more stylish and like better dressed yeah it's just going to be like a slow like just it was going to take over you slowly yeah how do these multiple screens uh factor into project figurehead come on Oh, I think being surrounded <laughs> by this together, Lauren. Oh, no. you and this microphone—they're gonna. There you go, friends. <laughs> Hi, friends. <laughs> All the studio dudes Hi, behind you are just <laughs> glaring, like glaring at this happening, and it's so funny. <laughs> it's not going well, guys. They also have mystery gadgets. Tom has like an orb. He's like carrying an orb. Okay. All right. I, want him to, it's I think it's first a 360 range. camera. It's, it's, it's an oh, yeah, they're doing a bunch of 360 camera stuff. Oh, all right. Because um, the big plan is at CES, do all kinds of VR stuff at CES. Right, right. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We have to like make it work. So, Nicola, the other thing I want to ask you about, and for the live listener, you may have noticed that previous this, we were all tweeting each other about gift guides. Mm-hmm. What's going on with the racked tech? Listen, dude. Under like, Lauren like, turned around upstairs and was like, wooden speakers. Under 100 is hard, okay? You under selected just the band of an Apple Watch. <laughs> Do you know how rough that is to just give somebody a band? Also, that wasn't my select. It's a team effort. It's a team effort. Don't throw them under the bus, girl. Oh, come um, on. I didn't even it. click this link. <laughs> yeah. It's, Look, I mean, the customized section. The customized there's section some is stu- tight. There's some stuff that. in there that's good, but the, the one, the lone... Like rose gold sport band for the Apple Watch. Listen, man, yeah. with a little with a drawn little. Well, because like, I, I understand that. Yeah, yeah. That is understand because you can't show people the watch. Yeah, there, right? right. I thought that was a pretty cute detail. I didn't style that. I thought it was cute. 
Wait, so this is a thing, like rack editors often style photo shoots, right? This is like a thing that yeah. happens? Yeah, well, because we're good at that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. Verge editors don't <laughs> Yeah, do yeah, that's really funny. Yeah, Actually, when headphones. I was talking to our um, team about the Verge gift guide and the rack gift guide, like the product team, they were like, uh, people kept me like, oh, who shot yours? Who styled yours? Who's your prop stylist? So I was like, oh, we did it. And <laughs> we asked people who work here to use cameras to take pictures because yeah. we know what we want. Yeah, <laughs> fashion stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I just wanted to give you some shit about that. There, there was, I just got a brutal eye roll from Nicola. Like, literally, your head went backwards with the force of your eye roll. We're all making sacrifices and working in groups. Whoa. Whoa. Something just happened. It just appeared. Right. Something just appeared on the table. There's a. We're being streamed. I'm pretty sure that was from the racked gift guide. That thing is pretty cool. What is that thing? It's an orb. All right. It's a dark thing. Well, there's this theory about what VR, what, what are, what is the Verge going to do? It's a 360 with, camera, right? What is the Verge right. going to do with VR stuff? And one of the, one of the ideas has been to do the Verge Gaston VR. So we'll see if this goes off. Okay. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. All right. So I have a question for, pretty much for Lauren. Oh boy. Here we go. Oh boy. What is? Does mean the I have NVIDIA to talk Shield? now? Oh. What is it? Is it? A, <laughs> it seems like a product I should know about, but in. You should probably I've been check involved, our YouTube comments to figure out what the NVIDIA Shield is. I've a massive is. conspiracy to avoid this low-selling product. Um, well, the NVIDIA Shield NVIDIA? 4K. Is that it? Is it NVIDIA? 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 <laughs> we're, just off, we're just off to a stumbling beginning here. NVIDIA. That's NVIDIA. It's, NVIDIA. Yeah, it's, it's N- NVIDIA, but I, I like NVIDIA way better. N- you just said NVIDIA. You're saying NVIDIA. He's saying it's NVIDIA. It's NVIDIA. But NVIDIA, NVIDIA sounds more like a lotion company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also on the rack holiday gift. <laughs> <laughs> Untrue. It would, it would be, except it's $103. So. <laughs> But it's a support. I'm not even. Well, so the reason I bring this up is Lauren. Lauren has been like a publishing monster on TheVerge.com this week. Look out, Neil. I I publish nothing. (laughs) 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 What do you mean? My job is to come down and tell mediocre jokes on this show. Hooray. Um, But no, you've been all over the place. You published the best set top box. This is my next. Yes. You uh, did some hardcore reporting. Mm -hmm. You did our gift guide Mm -hmm. full of expensive technology items. (laughs) <laughs> including actual smartwatches and not just the bands. So rude. <laughs> uh, do we have, I don't even know if we have smartwatches on there. We do. Oh, yeah, we do. Okay, yeah, good. I'm just checking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I might Apple buy a Pebble Watch Time might... Round. Wow. I've been thinking about it. I looked yeah. at that one yesterday on your gift guide, actually. Yeah, right. Doing some competitive research. I looked at the piece of paper. <laughs> so, so mean. Okay. Uh, no, so the, our gift guide. Mm-hmm. Uh, you did a thing about the iPad Pro, which we should get into. That one of the yeah. other reasons that's here. But the best set top box. I don't think people know this about, or this is my next. Is you actually reviewed the Nvidia Shield to give it a score? Like you got it and set it up and like played with it and did all this stuff. You just didn't write the whole thing. Everything that we consider for that is something that we have used or reviewed or. Like it, we were giving it very careful consideration. Yeah, it's right. so even though we had not yet reviewed the NVIDIA 4K Shield when it came, it came out earlier this year, sometime in the spring. So we didn't review that new one. We had reviewed the previous version of the box. Yeah. Um, but I did use it. I mean, I had it. I have it at home yeah. still, and it's set up at home, and I've been using it and everything. But the thing is, like, so initially there are a couple of things to think about when you think about the Shield. Um, and a lot, it's like all of a sudden this, there's this like rabid fan group 
Oh. For the shield, like if they you look it. at our YouTube comments, can't they're like, enough. they're like, we love, we like, we think this is the best, and they like can't believe that we would consider Apple TV better than it. But it is like two parts gaming console and one part set top box. Yeah. So initially, the this is my next set top box is about streaming your your video streaming apps and maybe some casual games, maybe some other types types of apps, right? So that's the first part. So it's like primarily a gaming thing. And the second part too is that at this point in the game, we're not giving a ton of weight to 4K. So right. Roku also supports 4K at 60 frames per second. Amazon Fire TV second generation supports 4K at 30 frames per second, right? A lot of these support like different codecs and are sort of like future proofing in different ways. But there are a lot of people right now that don't have 4K TVs and there isn't a lot of 4K content out right. there. So for us, like we weren't giving as much weight to the 4K aspect of the shield. Uh, and I think that's something like maybe some people would argue like, well, it has 4K and Apple TV does not. But it's basically just Android TV, right? I mean, it's based on the Android TV. Yes. But like, so. It doesn't have any functionality aside from the gaming and the, like, Oh no, you can stream. I mean, uh, uh, like, you know, Android TV does support a lot of the traditional video right. streaming apps. So you can get a selection of video streaming apps, but this is primarily for somebody who's looking for for gaming. Right. Like it's like, "Oh, I have this like $200." It even it, and it's really funny too because until like last week when you bought the Shield, it only came with a gaming remote. Mm -hmm. Just just like you know, the Xbox One or the, yeah. the Sony PS4. Um, and then you had to, if you wanted a, a more traditional Bluetooth remote to use, you had to buy that separately. And it was like $50 extra. And then last week, the company decided they were going to start bundling that in. But like, if that is not enough of an indication that this thing is more about, it's a little bit more about gaming than video streaming, right. then that's, you know, that's what it's about. It's we funny. also considered the traditional gaming consoles. We, we look, you know, considered Microsoft Xbox One and we considered Sony PS4 and said, if you happen to already have these and have spent $349 or more on these, you might not need an extra set-top box. Because, yeah. but, but that's like not what we were really looking there at. There is no part of me that wishes to boot up my Xbox One instead of using my Apple TV. Really? The new, the new Xbox One interface, everybody loves it. I don't. I haven't even, I, mm. I haven't really gotten a chance to play with uh, it. Like, but the, like, the Xbox fine, One is to like play video games. That's what I have it for. Yeah. I mean, I think that's why Microsoft blew it, right? Like, that's why the PS4, the PS4 was like, for video games. Microsoft was like, a PC. Right. Have it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Have you played with it? You haven't played with it a lot? Or the, the NVIDIA Shield? No, the uh, Windows 10, the new dashboard. On, on the Xbox? Yeah. I mean, I, I use it. I, I've played with it. I poked around on it. Uh, yeah. I just... I know. Part of me, I'm I'm old. I hate change. Um, <laughs> well, one thing that happens too is like it doesn't. When you have apps in the tile interface that you're using, you've downloaded and you use, they move. Yeah. So like, what if we you last watch Netflix on it, which is the last thing I've watched on the Xbox One, like. It's it's there. It's prioritized. Which oh, sorry, hi friend. It's prioritized. <laughs> it's like there and you know right in front of you, but it's not in the place where you thought it would be. Like you, like I don't know. It yeah, just I'll, seems I mean, to I'll me get like, used to it, but it, it um, I don't know. It it still thinks that it does more than what I actually want it to do, which is like I want to turn it on. I want to see a grid of apps. <laughs> as much as I complain about Apple TV's interface, like yeah. it does the job. Yeah. Yeah. You still second strong with your Roku 3 or whatever? Roku 2? I mean, I'm not going to buy a new thing. I have a thing. Right. This is the real problem. <laughs> it's the, truly the problem with these things. Yeah. Do you care about 4K? I don't know what that means in this context. Really? Yeah. Huh. We haven't, we haven't okay. gone deep down that rabbit hole with you? No idea what that means. 4K is the I next... I had to ask today what a setup box. Set top. Set top. <laughs> Which is a bad name. Right. Admittedly, it that is. is a terrible name. What else should we call it? I actually called it. If I saw the Vergecast run, I was like, I don't... I don't even know what this but is. Because yeah. you can't put it on top. It's actually a miserable name. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but OTT box, way worse. Over the top. Yeah, over the top. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. They're all... They're all... There's all... 
But over the top has more to do with the delivery mechanism of the content or a set top, right? Is like the, yeah. you set it on top. I don't know. You can't put anything on top of a modern Because cable TV. boxes are also set top, aren't they? Like, but they're not on top of any sets. <laughs> like, this whole this whole situation is like a mess. <laughs> we like, need a new industry like, standard. If you were like... If you're like, I'm gonna make something that balances on top of my flat panel. What if we TV, just called like, it a wow. what if we just called it a TV box? I don't know. What if going forward we just, Why don't we you just, just call it a new TV? But new it's not TV. a TV. But you need a, you need a name because for the physical object. The box. Yeah. We should call it the Verge Box. Going forward, there it's mm. the Apple Verge Box, it's the Roku Verge Box, it's everything's on the Verge. Last it's, year at CES, um Jim Magoff, the CEO of Vox Media, came into our we have a trailer. And he's like, what do you seen this good? I'm like, man, this TV stuff's going up. Actually, what we should do, Jim, is like, we should go out into the hall and find a Chinese company that's making a set-top box and like have them OEM a Vox box, just plays our videos. Vox box. And he, Vox box. he was like, he looked at me with such a withering stare and he was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was the end of the conversation. <laughs> he was like, no, no, we're not doing that. And I was like, but, but she just no. like walked away. <laughs> Vox box. Box what if box. we had our own OTT set-top box? But what if people thought like it was Fox box? Away. That yeah. would be very a very different thing. <laughs> it would be a tremendously different thing. Is what? that a word that rhymes with media? Because hmm. it would technically be a mock a, a Vox a Vox media, media box. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been good having you, Lauren. <laughs> it's been great, great radio, Lauren. Good. <laughs> Softly <laughs> I can't. I mean, it is whatever. Uh, <laughs> 4K yes. is the next resolution standard for televisions. Yeah. Oh, I hate it. I hate how crisp TVs are. Yeah? Yeah. Why? They're gross to look at. You like, look at them and you see people in better clarity than you see them with your own eyes. And I think it's weird and wrong. Do you... When was the last time you got your eyes checked? No, dude. <laughs> Fair question. No, like, you know how sports looks? Yeah. And now regular other TV shows look like that? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Now, I know what you mean. certain TVs, I yeah. hate that. Oh, you hate the motion smoothing. It's gross. You can see no, people's it's pores. it's not the motion smoothing. It's just the HD. It's almost like that yeah, illusion it's of like depth, two, it's even though it's higher definition than my actual eyes would it's see It's the soap the opera effect. Thing. Everybody, like, when That's people... motion smoothing. The soap opera effect is no, motion smoothing. No, I was going to say soap opera is more, like, diffusing. Everything looks kind of soft. No, 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 no. So the motion smoothing is the one where they, they, they... Like no, two hundred forty. Everything looks television so clear and real. You can see the set, and that it is a set, and then you see that the thing is cheap. We're describing the same thing. But it's not motion smoothing. It's just because it's an HD. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. Yeah, 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 no. Yeah, no. Yeah, absolutely not. Okay, absolutely not. Whatever you say. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. So there's HD, and traditional HD runs at like. 1080i 30, right? Mm -hmm. 30 frames per second. Mm -hmm. And then the refresh rates of modern televisions are cranked way higher than that. They're at 120 or 240. And they, they do the motion smoothing and it interpolate frames to get to 240 and it looks like a fucking soap opera. Okay. That's motion smoothing. Okay. So sports has a lot of sports networks run it at 60 to catch more action and so sports is crisper and clearer. And then if you have a TV that's doing that same effect, you take right, you take like Breaking Bad and you run it on a TV that does motion smoothing, uh -huh. and it will look like VHS. It'll look like video. 
instead of the 24 frames per second in which it was shot. We're all describing the same thing. Okay. It's okay. just called motion smoothing. And it looks like garbage. And I literally turn it off on every single TV that I find because I hate it. It's just like so walk up, go to Best Buy every day and just clip yes. through all of them. And I was at, it's actually super funny. Uh, I was at Joanna Stern's parents' house like two years ago. And I like saw it on their TV and I like turned it off. And like literally Joanna's dad is like, her TV's never been the same since I Patel Boy was here. <laughs> 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 That's like the legacy you could hope for, right? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Joanna's dad knows I broke his it. TV. Like, well, I don't know what you're still doing. That seems like it. But anyway, but so that's the that Christmas that you're talking about has yeah. nothing to do with the resolution. Oh, okay. That's like that's literally the TV's like just making up information yeah. to make it look smoother. Processing things. But like the 4K is literally you take the image size of an HD screen and it's four, it's four of them in a grid. And it, it's actually not them. a multiple, an exact multiple of four. Right. It's, it's below, like, it's an, so but it's called, for, it's like called that because yeah. it's just easier to say that than actually it's spout so out like the 38, 20. Blah, but it's, blah, like, it's blah, basically like it's more pixels. Yeah. So what's the benefit then? Things look crisper? more pixels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We also don't really experience the full ve- full benefit of it unless you're sitting a certain distance from the display. Right. But the let's next say, thing let's say that, you that were coming, at home. All right. Go ahead. I was go I was going to get into contrast. Oh, I was going to say let's say you were at home just ripping on your vape and you're like, "You know what I really want to watch right now? It's like Empire." No, not Empire. Like uh like a beautiful forest scene or like oh, a yeah. slow motion shot of a cityscape. A polar bear in snow. Like, I don't know, but that's the only thing they show on 4K TVs. <laughs> The grass blowing. Those are the oh. only demos of 4K TVs. Amazon a frog on a rock. What was that? Serious? And, and a bunch of Netflix shit. That's true. Yeah. That is true. But Netflix like that's basically series. the content. The content is like a few Amazon shows, a few Netflix shows, and then looping pictures of the rainforest. That's, <sighs> and that's why we don't take 4K seriously when we do the set-top box reviews because it's not there yet. Right. And who needs that stuff? Huh? Who needs looping? Nerds like us. <laughs> Dude, people were taking huge rips off their packs. I just want to watch Empire. Golden packs. I just want to watch Empire. Should I start watching Empire? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Actually, I have a problem because, no, I'm not going to go into it. Later. We'll get to it in a few weeks. About Empire. Dieter's trying to walk back his motion smoothing thing on Twitter. No, I'm not. I was trolling him. I was trolling you. Boo. Whatever. <laughs> All right. So we did the set top box thing. I just want to. I just want to make fun of the Nvidia shit people. I want to talk about RDO, like a lot. Uh, R.I.P. Pour one out. Yeah, yep. I do the iPad. But first, money sound. In the in the actual show, there's a money. Whatever. I know. <sighs> Building a website can be tough, especially in 4K. <laughs> especially in 4K. Even if you know you're on coding. Or about refresh rates. Creating something that looks good and works well is a time-consuming affair. Whether it's for your business site, your portfolio, a restaurant, or whatever else. In this day and age, you probably need a website. So lucky for us, Squarespace makes it easy to build beautiful websites without breaking sweat. Squarespace provides simple, powerful, and beautiful websites that look professionally designed regardless of your skill level. There's no coding required. Not only does Squarespace provide you with intuitive and easy-to-use tools to create your website, Squarespace... Also, has state-of-the-art technology powering your site to ensure security and stability. And you know you can trust in Squarespace uh, for your website needs when millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world trust in them, too. Seriously, you can't beat the ease and simplicity of Squarespace. It gives you 24-7 online support and a beautiful website. So what are you waiting for? Lazy? Uh, I don't know. Uh, my, my Squarespace website is going to be uh, AaronRodgersNeedsHelp.com. Do you have a wedding website yet? Yeah. 
is on Squarespace. Yeah. Are you lying? I don't know. Anyway, look. <laughs> sign up for Squarespace today. Use the offer code VERGE, V-E-R-G-E, to get 10% off your first purchase and show your support for our show, this show, The Vergecast. Thank you so much, Squarespace, for your support. Squarespace, build it beautiful. Got through it, guys. Someone tweeted, I don't like Reckless being rude to Nicola Fumo. Well, that's oh, true. There you go. I don't like it either. Huh? The like people have either. spoken. Yeah. Wow. Someone, just, someone just tweeted at me. for me. Someone just tweeted at me, everyone <laughs> drinking beer at work, frown face. Why is that a frown face? That is to be celebrated and yeah. enjoyed. That's why we have this career. It's a long tradition in the media industry. Yeah. Drinking beer in the afternoon. It's on this is all us. part of figureheading. <laughs> you were on the mic when you said that. I know. All right. All right. All right. Can we talk about audio? <clears throat> Go through it. Tell me the news. Uh, the news is that they are, uh, they buried the news a little bit, but they are filing for bankruptcy and they're selling off the parts and uh, a bunch of their employees to Pandora for $75 million, I think wow. is the number, which is like less than they had actually taken in mm. to fund themselves. Um, and it's really sad. That's, yeah. that's basically the whole story. Like a bunch of like, a bunch of people in my circle, me, uh, we all loved RDO like five years ago. Did you ever um, use RDO? No. RDO is the best. The best. Oh. It, it came to the US well before a year. Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. I reviewed RDO in its early stages for the Wall Street Journal when it was on Blackberry. It did a better what? job. Yeah. yeah. I actually have a picture of me holding up my Blackberry with RDO. So the, the funny thing is, I was uh, back audience. then, I was a Slacker bro, not an RDO guy. And then oh. I switched from Slacker to RDO. Um, iTunes forever. Yeah. Well, so, it, but it was, it was really good cause it had really nice design. It had like at the time. And I think even still like a better sense of like what your friends were listening to, uh, than anything else. Mm-hmm. And like, I just found more music on it and enjoyed using it more than any other service. Uh, but for many, many reasons, all of which Casey detailed in his lovely article, uh, they just like couldn't hack it. They didn't know how to market themselves. Yeah. Uh, they just like all of their thunder, went up in a puff of smoke as soon as Spotify started to hint that they might come to the U.S. Even when they were a full streaming service in the U.S., everybody was like, yeah, but Spotify's coming. It's like, well, the, the Spotify had their ads, the free... And Spotify had free. That's right, the so you thing. could like listen to some yep. ads and then it was like yep. iTunes but free, which is a killer line for yep. Spotify. But RDA was such a better product. I think that's the thing that's really sad. It's like, Spot. I mean, everybody knows how I feel about Spotify in this show. Like Spotify, like, I use it. I think it's better than every other one, except for RDO. Or Google Play Music. Just mm-hmm. kidding. <laughs> That's a whole other discussion. <laughs> Is it? Don't we know the answer? You know you could listen to Google Play Music on the NVIDIA Shield? It's just worked up. <laughs> 4K. I don't have any. In 4K. In 4K. 4K. <laughs> um, I, no, like YouTube Music, great product. Yeah. Like a really cool product, like really interesting mm-hmm. and like clever and like understands like that the media stream, what you might want to download it. You can click it into the audio only. Like, clever product. Google Play Music, the app. Less clever. Yeah. Right? Spotify, marginally cleverer. And then RDO is like a brilliant piece of design. But RDO is just like a wasteland. And like, yeah. it's all because Spotify was like, what if we raise a bunch of money and just relentlessly burn it for customer acquisition? Yeah. Does I mean, RDO have all of the same uh, deals in place with the labels that all the other services do? They don't get the exclusives like Spotify does. Yeah, it was it was close. Um, I, when I I mean I I bounced around 
between both of them for a while uh, before I finally walked away from RDO because it, it was so clear that it wasn't going to be able to keep up. Uh, yeah. and I mean, it seems like even the you know the the cachet the cachet wasn't there either. You never heard Taylor Swift saying like I'm pulling my stuff from Spotify and RDO, right? Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, or Adele or whoever it might. Be. No, Spotify is like the big bad, right? It's yeah. the villain. What what what's funny to me though is like the back end, the back end of all these services, just a bunch of deals and like. I don't know, music streams. Mm-hmm. Like, shouldn't the products, the apps, be kind of interchangeable? Yeah. Like, shouldn't shouldn't Spotify let you build a front-end app to Spotify that's way better than, like... I don't, that's the thing that I don't get. Like, whenever I use my Alexa or my Echo, and I'm like, Alexa, play some music, it doesn't matter to me what service the music is coming from. I just, like, I just want to hear the song. And it's on a phone. It's like everything about this experience is, like, layered into, like, I'm opening the Spotify app and using their interface, and it matters what deal they got and what discover weekly is out. And it's like, why? Like, why can't I disintermediate the fact that I'm subscribing to music from the app that I'm using? I mean, would you subscribe to the core service that provides it? And then you'd also subscribe or pay for the app that you use to use it. I would do that. I would subscribe. I would pay for the Spotify library Uh and then like pay 10 bucks to use the RDO app. Like as I would buy an app, like a third party app that acts as a skin to the library that presents it in a way you find pleasing. Yeah. I mean, name, name a single other industry that has a similar business model. The internet. Well, in some ways, I mean, I don't know. What like other like media thing, like like set top box, I don't know, not to bring it all back to set top boxes, but in a way, they're all starting to get there. A lot of them have the same, they offer the same apps or channels, whatever they decide to call them. Right. They have HBO now and HBO go and they have, I mean, they, sometimes they're prioritizing their own services like Amazon does with Prime Video. Right. Um, but like if once you get to the point where all these companies are saying, we have 3,000 apps, then really it comes down to how they're presenting them and how accessible they make them to users. Right. It's but different. They're different like businesses. Yeah. yeah. But like I'm just paying to license the music in the end. Right. Like I, uh, why does it matter? Like let me use whatever good app I want to use. I don't know. I've, I've, I like that's like, a, that's like a beautiful dream, but I like, I do not, how do we get there from here? I don't know. Yeah. Like we watch RDO die. <laughs> it's just like Spotify to me is like just on this course to be the winner. Like, I don't know anybody who uses Apple music. Do you, does anybody? Mm-mm. I unsubscribed. Yeah, no, a you lot unsubscribed? of, I did. I find, and it's weird to me, but yeah, a lot of my friends use it. Like really my friends, I'm trying to think of like how to explain this, like certain sect. It's like my friends who who like maybe like are graphic designers or like they're like sort of in touch with these with you know what I mean? What they're you guys in are the not Apple seeing ecosystem? is that Nicola is making hand motions that are very Always much like she's, hand she's motions. like playing a harp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm Italian. I have to talk with my hands. I hate this podcast bullshit. No, it's like you're, she's conjuring a graphic designer like out of a no, candle. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to feel it. I'm trying to feel what I'm trying to describe. Um, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but are you saying that because you know lots of designers and people like that, they're, they're like, using you know, Apple, Apple products? My friends, yeah, so okay. My friends who are my friends who know to update their phone and are excited about it, but don't work in like tech proper, they all use Apple Music, and that's weird to me. But like my friends who are just like whatever, like existing in the world, like a regular, totally regular, not like don't care person, like they use Spotify. Right. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. And they're always, and they always are just like, it's just Apple music so much better to look at. And I'm really? like, yeah, but clicking it is hard and horrible. <laughs> it is. You it's can't better get to, to look anywhere. At? Yeah. Uh, that's what they all say. That's weird. It's super weird. They yeah. should have used RDO. These are the people RDO was after. 
Like every designer I knew was into RDO. Because it was like a beautiful app. So what happens now that RDO's assets are at Pandora? Like, what is Pandora, Pandora going to do with these? They're going to launch. They're finally going to do the thing they swore they never needed to do because they were too cool. Because they were radio. They weren't a music streaming service. Ad supported radio. And they <laughs> are now going to a year from now launch an on demand music streaming service using the stuff they got from RDO and the that's cool. They hired. Maybe they'll be good. Maybe. Have you put Apple Music on your Android phone yet? I, I have not every day. So you want you want to talk about uh, ecosystem lock in? Yeah. Like I'm the guy that's using Google Play Music because it gives me YouTube Red. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> I, I still yeah. subscribe to YouTube Google Play Music, but yeah. I always, but I pay for everything like an idiot. I've been trying to stop. Yeah, but but I feel like that's an overt part of Google's software offerings. Like that's part of the you know the the launch of this new Google Music and YouTube Red. Like you pay for one and you get the other. And right. It's not like they're they're like sneakily locking you in in the background and saying, well, now you're going to be using this service and this service this service too, right? Well, it's, it's actually not part sneaky, of their, but it's, it's like definitely part of their marketing there. for it, right? Yeah, um, yeah. I've been meaning to switch back to Spotify. Although I will say, audio going down, um, Apple Music launching, the ability to move your libraries and your playlists from one music service to another is an unmitigated nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) It is like, I straight up, I'm like, I'm, I I need to learn JavaScript and like, I need to go into the console on Chrome. And they're like hacking into like the web clients for these apps to like, like run through this program that you run in JavaScript to like manually create the thing that it ripped from the other thing. It's insane. Yeah. It's that's com- what I mean. Like, you're just paying for a license to music. Yeah. Like, you should be able to export a CSV file of a list of things that you like. Like, what? I don't get, I don't know. The lock you know in there is, Actually, like, very annoying. The thing me. that I, I was thinking is there's there should be a data, a, a pub, you remember, what was the, the, the CDDB database? Remember the CDDB? Yeah, yeah. That, when I want to embed a playlist of music, I should just be able to, like, have an app that, like, reads CDB. It just gives me a list of codes. Mm-hmm. And then the web browser will know that, oh, yeah, you're subscribed to these services. And it'll just display that pl- the playlist for those services. Mm-hmm. Or if I want to buy those songs or whatever, I could just, like, click that special link that the whole world understands is, like, that this code for that song. And, like, all the music services would understand it. If only the web wasn't dying. Right? <laughs> I mean, that's like... That's it. Right? There's somebody listening to this who would otherwise build it, but they're busy, like, building a native app for a Windows phone. Right. <laughs> but there's, there's... true. For iOS. Yeah, or it's almost certainly for iOS. Yeah. Not yeah. Windows phone. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. Like, uh, by the way, just, you know, just I, if anybody I, at Microsoft is listening, uh, calendars Windows 10, still broken. Still yeah. just uh, ruining my cool. life yeah. every day. I, um, calendars. I, I, w- I shopped for a Surface yesterday. A, the Surface Surface SP4? or Surface Book? I've been... Uh, Surface Surface and a Surface Pro 4. And wait, what? wait, wait, the, I, I didn't buy one. The baby Surface? Yeah, the baby Surface and the Surface Pro 4. I, we're going to get into this Wait, later. what are you calling the, the baby Surface? The Surface Book? But is the, the calendar baby, thing is You're calling the Surface Book the baby? No, the oh, there's surface. a Surface. The Surface 3. Oh, I thought you said there's the, like the Surface, surface Book. The Surface, yeah, yeah. there's a Surface Pro, and there's yeah. the Surface yeah. Book. Yeah. yeah but and there's an iPad. Ultimately, I'm, I'm, I'm walking you. away because the thing ruins our calendars. I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. Well, and I my experience with the Surface 3, not the Surface Pro, is that it was incredibly slow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm waiting for the latest updates that just came out to hit it, uh, and we'll see how that goes. Um, Can I say a thing about the CDB? You could get a yoga. Yeah. Uh, What's that? The 900. This is the yoga. I just I don't want to spend more than like eight hundred dollars. Yeah. This one's like thirteen ninety nine right now. I've always been into those. I want a tablet that can do things. I mean, I like the I like the foldy. You like the bendiness? Yeah. I'm into it. CDB. 
Oh, I so. Know. I got to say one more thing, though. We all got to say a thing. I, all feel, right. I feel very badly for FUMO right now because we are so in the weeds with this nerd talk. It's fine. I'm just here for decoration. No. Oh, come on. Oh, I got I got to the main I, events. I'm going to say this. I got a whole lightning round of FUMO bait coming. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. I'm so happy to just. My Google it. search history today, by the way, not pretty. Um, <laughs> oh, I know what he's talking about. Weird. Yeah. Um, don't worry, Sam used to sit there and not say anything for like hours at a time. <laughs> <laughs> You're cool. Uh, no, a thing I was going to say that you brought up the CDDB, and I realized this like thing, what is I don't can't I can't. It even. was a compact disk database, <laughs> so you put go, you would put go. a CD in your computer in the ancient mm-hmm. times, and like iTunes would go hit the CDDB and download all of the track listing and all of the album art and all of the liner notes. Mm-hmm. Well, album art came from another database, but. Regardless, whatever. <laughs> but I realized, oh, we are such nerds. But I realized I was at my, my buddy's house and he bought the new Apple TV and he's like, this thing is the best. I threw away my cable box. I threw away everything. A like, new one. I'm just using the Apple TV. He threw away his regular remotes because it's all CEC. So you're like, right. Because right. he only has the one thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, you're crazy. And he's like, no, 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 come over and look at it. And I went over and I realized my buddy is like the world's most insane pirate. Uh huh. And so he's got. BitTorrent and Usenet and all these things just like running 24-7 on a Mac Mini. It pulls down everything, like literally like every TV show, every movie. It's just yanking you it all off the You're blowing up your friend's spot right now. Oh, he's he fine. Name so bad. They didn't name the friend. His name is Tom. <laughs> uh, and then Plex yep. finds that stuff yep. and goes out to all the databases, downloads all of the art, downloads related content, finds subtitles, does multiple audio, like crazy Plex yeah. stuff. Plex is available in other boxes too, though. But like yeah. he's like Plex in like the Plex interface after all of this insane piracy has like content recommendations. It's like you like this show, you might like these other shows. It's all like stolen. He's like, this is the best. Like I couldn't buy this experience for any amount of money. And like we're just sitting there like watching all like, and I was like, the Apple TV is sick if you pirate everything. <laughs> It's like the killer app for the Apple TV is Plex because you can just pirate like a maniac. There you go. And that's what I think of the CD. Because my friends would like rip CDs for me. Yeah. And then you can put them in iTunes and it would just like figure it all out. You'd be like, throw this away. Yep. It's great. Did you know that with just a few lines, by the way, this ad... Is the best. It's Which the one's best. this? I like this ad so much. It's I, a new, I'm actually it's a new jealous that Neil gets to read it. Uh, it's a new advertiser for us. And by the way, the, the fact that this show is now how attractive to new kinds of advertisers. What's wrong with you people? Something is happening in the podcast world where apparently this is what this is how you should spend your money to attract new customers. But anyway, did you know that with just a few lines of code, you can send text messages that include alerts, reminders, order updates, SMS marketing campaigns, and instructions for app downloads? Dieter? I, I did. It's true! Nah, yeah. <laughs> with telecommunication system inks, Cloud Messaging Center developers can easily integrate text messages into their own mobile applications, backend, or website. As a company, TCS, handles up to 670 billion messages per year. That's an average of 1.8 billion messages a day. Odd place for an exclamation point. 
Their CMC REST API. Wait, allows- what? <laughs> the CMC they, REST API, They use bro. a REST API? REST API. Dude, I love nothing more than RESTful APIs. So chill. Allows you to send messages for alerts, <laughs> reminders, and order updates. You can also use it to send SMS marketing campaigns to drive app downloads or to increase user engagement. That REST API, once again, allows you to perform messaging functions such as sending, receiving, and scheduling messages, securing delivery receipts, and creating groups and contacts. TCS... Telecommunication Systems Incorporated, offers intercarrier messaging across all U.S. wireless carriers, and the pricing is flexible and based on quantity of messages needed, featuring pay-as-you-go monthly plans. <sighs> Go to cloudmessaging.guru to sign up for the Cloud Messaging Center REST API. And please, please integrate this messaging solution today. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, TCS will return to the show. Theverge.guru. .guru. <laughs> I don't know. I'm doing what I can. Rhymes with chlamydia. <laughs> Look, there's only two more ads left. We're going to get through this. All right. So let's do, I want to do uh, 10 or so on the on, on Nicholas' collection of screens. And then we got uh, a lightning round. And then another, another poor advertiser will be subjected to this. And then we'll be done. Okay. Let's talk about your collection of screens. Please. Which, which, so again, so Nicola... Right now, is typing on a MacBook Air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's located as, f- as far as physically possible from the Surface Pro 4. <laughs> There's some subliminal stuff going on here. Uh, she's got I iPad. I have the pencil close to she's me. She's holding the pencil, the pencil, but the iPad Pro is like also far away from her. Mm. And she's been checking her phone intermittently. What's, and, what's going yeah. on in your life right now? All right, so, okay. And she's literally banging the pencil. <laughs> on her um, I love the pencil. Um... I like put it in my hand and I was just like, oh, this feels nice. It's like weighted. So it just sits there really well. Like if you've ever used like a nice pen, mm-hmm. I'm for the pencil. But it costs like a dumb amount, right? It's like $80 something. $100. It's $100. Oh my God. Yes, That's right. dumb. It's not that nice. Um, but if someone shows up to your desk and puts it in your hand, you go, oh, I love this. Yeah. Um, so then I played with the iPad Pro and I made some drawings on the Adobe thing. Did you draw Neil I? No, I wrote my name. Like, I was like, That's oh, what, you, what do? you do. I'll write my name. What phrase do you type when you test a keyboard? Do you have a secret go-to phrase? Uh, hi, my name is Lauren Good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Dieter? Uh, I'm old school. I'm a quick brown fox jumped mm-hmm. over a lazy dog. Whoa. My note to myself was, don't Pretty forget letter. to use this line break. Hmm, line break what? <laughs> That's what I wrote. Because <laughs> I was trying to test it. <laughs> Okay. Wow. That was amazing. Do you want to know how much of a deep nerd I am? If I don't have time to type the whole quick brown fox thing, I type Lorem Ipsum Dolor Sick Amet. Wow, you're crazy. Yeah. Wow. Okay. What was that again? I, I just don't forget to t- don't forget to test don't forget the- to use this. Hmm. What? <laughs> Sounds like a Kesha song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah. But no, don't forget to use the song title. Hmm. What? Most yeah, new song. album. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. Um, but yeah, so I, I immediately pulled it out and I played with it and then I realized there was an attached keyboard and then I set that up and then my coworker turned around and was like, Oh, it's as big as your computer. And it is by yeah. one tenth of an inch. Yeah. No, it's huge. It's like comedy huge. And we were like, Yeah, this would be fun to use. Like like you could use this instead. 
oh, I, I got to use my computer. <laughs> like immediately, immediately. Yeah. So Lauren that's wrote like a whole piece review. about this. Yeah, that's the best review ever. Yeah. I think I could use this instead of, oh, wait, I have to use my computer. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, wait, I want to do something, anything mm-hmm. now. I liked the two. Oh, and the best thing that happened was it, it was like, so, so it opened up to split screen. I was like, oh, this is cool. And the Verge was up, of course. And there was a um, Samsung Galaxy ad on the verge as I'm playing with the this and putting this surface whatever away and it was and it was like a female hand holding a phone but it's not a phone it's a galaxy I learned in the app oh, yeah. and she has like two little triangle tattoos on her wrist and like gold jewelry and like a like a shiny red this is on nail our today. yeah and I was mm-hmm. just, and it was just like the styling of the female hand was like the fact that it was cropped in, but you could still see like two tiny little tattoos, but also gold jewelry. Do you know what I mean? It was just like, oh, this is so specific. Anyway, yeah. that was a tangent that happened to me on the iPad. <laughs> <laughs> Good story. No, I hear what you're saying. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Shut down by Fumo. Because all I want to talk about, all I want to talk about is the female hand in the phone ad. But we can talk. About I feel like too. hand styling has become like a, a thing. Yeah, yeah I mean, phones, how much, hands are in every Yeah, I mean, that hand communicated so much. What did about it say to you? What did woman, it? She's like, all right, so she definitely had like nice enough jewelry on, and it was it was stylish and artistic, right? Like this was so like, I I mean, I don't know if you guys, I guess because of our conversation earlier, you've never done any styling work, but like little details like that, they're not accidents. You know what I mean? Like she, they didn't accidentally. It wasn't like, oh, the model has a tiny tattoo. I can't believe it. Like, <laughs> oh, we're gonna paint her nail like this color. Like, yeah. oh, we're gonna, she's gonna wear this jewelry. Like, none of that is an accident. It's this whole like. She's creative, but she's on the go. She's professional, but she's edgy. You know what I mean? Like each of those pieces, the little bracelet and the tattoo and the ring and the nail, like they all mean something. Did that make you want a galaxy? No, but it just like, it looked, I mean, it looked thirsty. It was like, oh, you're trying to be about this woman. And I see you. (laughs) I see you. I see you. I like this breakdown. Yeah. No, watching those ads, Nicola's like, intensely focused on how these tech companies are marketing to women. Like I know it's my, no, I think that's great because at the verge, we're more like, I don't know, this Android skin over this looks just really obnoxious. And we get really into like, Oh, know, we anyway. did wait. different type of skin. I know. I sent this to you. The, like the T-Mobile, what T-Mobile sends me a racked editor yeah. as an email versus what they would send like you guys about yeah. the same programs. Literally and, like, in the same events, even the, the way that they like speak to us. It's just, I think I've mentioned this before, but it's just like, it's insane. And Wait, it's what just was the like one? It was like, why does your phone wear the same outfit every day? Can Wasn't I read that one it? Got? Yeah, you can Oh, read no. It. Yes. I mean, what? No, what I just mean like, oh, no, for, for her sake. Like, <laughs> yeah. to get emails like that. This is a deep conversation about the iPad. Well, well, okay. Well, Nicola is digging through her email. Why don't you tell me about the piece you wrote today, which I am really interested in, which is the iPad Pro is here. There's so much conversation about how fast it is and the screen is big and it's got a keyboard and then app developers or at least some app developers are like, you know what? No. Like, yeah, there's no money here for us. It's this interesting juxtaposition of Apple saying this is a really high power device that can support professional grade software and a bunch of creativity apps. And mm-hmm. you've seen that in all like the, you know, the marketing, the present initial presentation of it. But over the past week I've spoken to several app developers who make creative applications, heavy creative applications, mostly for desktops, who say they're just 
either not making for iPad Pro or they're just they're weighing the economic incentives right now because everything is structured by the App Store. Yeah. So it's this computer-like device. It's this really powerful device, and we're seeing more and more of this convergence of PCs and, and tablets. Uh, but for like the way the App Store is structured and the policies of the App Store, they're they're saying. I would normally charge $99 or $300, whatever it might be, for this piece of software on the web. And I can't do that in the App Store because people won't buy it that way in the App Store. Mm -hmm. And people can't do free trials of my software. And I can't issue paid upgrades when I have a significant update to the app. Right. And so, you know, everyone, everyone at this point, the story of like the way the app store is structured is very well told. It's a lot of free to play. It's you've got like these whales, right? That are, yeah. are, what are you... What do you... Emily just put up a headline oh. on our site. Oh, is it? What is it? Jimmy Iovine thinks finding music is too difficult for women. Uh, that's oh. actually a thing that he said. Yeah. Anyway, finding you keep going on your music? thing, and then we'll, we'll this will we'll transition back in the Nicholas thing because right. it's all the same thing. Anyway, it's all the same oh, thing. keep going about the iPad. Oh, oh yeah. So anyway, so you know, it's not this way for every developer. There are a lot of developers who just say, listen, the power of the iOS ecosystem is so great. And I have some, I've access to hundreds of millions of consumers if I make my app for iOS. It's like, it's not even a question for most of them. Right. But there are some who are just like, I, their software is not sustainable, right? The more and more we iterate on our mobile software. Mobile software is not sustainable. Mobile software. Because the more and more they update their software, the more people they hire, the more they like do all these things to make it better. Like it's, it, the economics don't work out if you are right. selling your app for 99 cents or free and trying to sell really powerful right. software. And if you're trying to way, sell powerful software, software you can't be like, hey, get a new paintbrush for $3. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some, some companies tried the in-app tools, in-app purchases, yeah, sort paper. of modeling the free paper rate. Paper tried it pa and they gave yeah. up and they're like, yeah, yes. we make a pencil. And then we free and then they, st they start making hardware. Yeah. And they also, by the way, I mean, paper is, uh, we love 53, but you know, they have uh, at least $45 million in venture capital funding some, from some pretty fancy VC firms. And like, not every indie developer that makes cool software, niche software can go out and do that and making hardware can raise money from venture capitalists like that or want to. So the question becomes like, as, as Apple is saying, like, why do you need a PC? Here's this amazingly powerful tablet. Like why isn't final cut pro on the yeah. iPad pro? Like yeah. you're, you're telling me to use iMovie. My friend's nine year old daughter uses iMovie. <laughs> yeah. Like I want to use final cut pro and it's a pro tablet. And, and so like, if some of Apple's own professional software isn't being optimized, at least at this point for this platform, then how can you expect these indie developers need to make a buck at the end yeah, of the day? Yeah, and Apple could just give it away for free. I mean, like, they would not even dent, it wouldn't even, like, ding off their bottom line, right? Like, yeah. they just give it away. And that, I've been thinking about this a lot. I actually had this long conversation with Walt on his show, both yes, yesterday when we taped it and last week, about computers and complexity and, like, what a computer is. And Jake Kastronakis did a great video today where he was comparing the Surface Pro 4 and the iPad Pro. And he's like, the Surface Pro 4 is a laptop that wants to be a tablet. And the iPad is a tablet that wants to be a laptop. And they're just both in the middle of, in their shades of gray of each other. Right. But what strikes me about the iPad in this, this conversation we just had about like, oh, I got to do some more work. I use my computer is like Apple has like gone too far making things simple. Right. Like they're like, we're removing complexity. And it's like at some point, complexity is an evil. Like complexity is what enables you to do things. Right. And like, it's what creates the value. It's what right. it's people saying, people in certain professional fields saying, I would pay X amount of dollars, hundreds of dollars for this software because it m lets me do my job right. in a complex way. Right. Which can be a good thing. Um, and then, you know, some of the story gets into this, too, which is if you're a Facebook or you're an Adobe or you're a Microsoft, like you can totally do free 
mm-hmm. because your your business models are different. Like in this case of Adobe, right? They have they offer a variety of these free lightweight apps on iPad Pro, like Comp and Sketch and Mix and Fix and all this other stuff. Because at the end of the day, you're going to go pay for your Adobe Creative Cloud service, and you're going to buy right. Photoshop and you use Lightroom, right? I paid ten dollars a month for those services, um, and so that's the way they do that. But if you're a small time developer, that economic model is not necessarily going to work for you. Right. Well, because one, uh, people know, oh, this is an Adobe thing. Oh, yeah, I could sign up for Adobe's thing. But if you're a small-time developer, like, am I going to go sign up for, like, Joe's App Shop subscription? No. <laughs> uh, I guess I could sign up if Apple wanted, if he wanted to, like, use Apple's subscription. But now Joe has to give a 30% cut to Apple, so he's got to increase it a little bit. Yes. Um, and, like, not every piece of software, like, can move to a subscription model. And it's like... In-app purchasing for like, you know, trials or like pro apps is a bad model because you, like you're going to want to upgrade at some point. They're going to want to like charge for that upgrade at some point. Right. And like piling on like year after year of like in-app purchases for upgrades is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, subscriptions, I think like it works for some people, but I don't think it'll work for everybody. So it's it's not just that they haven't added enough complexity into iOS to support the stuff that we want to do. Although I do wish that they would open it up and do that a little bit. It's that they've, they've refused to allow complexity in the actual business model of how they're the people in their ecosystem are supposed to make money. Like that's the real problem. I mean, I heard uh, one developer say we, we charge $99 for our app um, on the Mac app store but we can't issue a free trial of that software to people through iOS. And so we would never dare ask someone to pay $99 sight unseen on this app. Right. And then what if they try it and they don't like it? And then what do they do? They go to the app store, they leave a one-star review and they're angry right. um, because they haven't been able to trial it. So, you know, Apple's answer to this has traditionally been, well, they're in-app purchases, right? Which is sort of getting back to this whole idea, but that just doesn't work for everybody. So I think, um, it, it, the story is really more about like the iPad Pro. It's it's not like pointing fingers at the iPad Pro and being like, bad, this is bad. It's more that this new sort of hybrid-like device with the power of a computer, but with a tablet form factor and a mobile operating system is bringing to light these, these issues with App Store, the way the App Store is operating. And I think like as these devices converge more, we're going to have to, Apple's going to, you know, all the App Stores are going to have to look at how they're, how they're structured. Or they're going to just have to let people sideload apps on the thing. Like, yeah, that's like, a totally that's valid choice, like, right? Like, just let Adobe sell, make Photoshop and sell it on the side. Like, right. And I, I, that, to me, that's what I mean by the complexity. Like, that will add complexity. And then, like, maybe it'll open up to viruses or whatever Apple's afraid of. Mm-hmm. But it works great on the Mac. Or do a mobile version of Gatekeeper then. Right. Yeah. But, hmm. Right. Yeah, they could. Yeah. I mean, Android is doing the like they are they're they're aggressively checking stuff of course everybody's like android's got a ton of viruses but they're doing monthly security updates uh they're checking all the apps if you sign up for google play services to check for stuff and you can you can get virus scanners on android although i don't think you should Mm -hmm. Um, what'd you think of the surface pro um it wouldn't let me log in (laughs) we'll bring it back next week the surface uh neil's password on that is i love racked 2015 it is I so do. if you just enter day. that in i actually do have the password somewhere All right. um, well, but then you asked this question last week on the vergecast where you said right now ipad pro or surface pro 4 and the answer is you know regardless of form factor the fact that 
Nicola is sitting like seven feet from the surface pro four right now. It's, I mean, it's getting farther away from her. <laughs> it is. It's actually creeping farther away. She's like, that. I don't know what to do with this. Um, <laughs> this the, I mean, the fact that it can run professional grade software is, is a differentiator for some people. It's a differentiator. Yeah, but, so the, and that's the, why my the, question is, what is a computer? Like, but that thing's a real computer. That surface pro four as it's currently spec'd is somewhere around sixteen, seventeen hundred dollars that uh that ipad pro uh aspect with the pencil and the thing is like a thousand it's, it's way a, it's cheaper. 1049 without the pencil yeah, and yeah keyboard, but you can get so a windows laptop for 150 bucks yeah but like, you can't get a windows mm -hmm. laptop that like feels tablety when you want it to that is any good for i uh, would for say just by this is uh this thing by 13... the way is the lenovo yoga Whatever 900. The, 900. They changed their naming convention. It's a uh, 1399. I think this okay. one. Yeah. You can get a two-in-one Windows PC for a thousand dollars. Right. But what? Like, can you get something? This what? is my. Why are you staring at me like that? Nothing. Okay. Go on. All right. Can you get a tablet that costs less than like call it 800 bucks that can like feel laptopy that does all the things that you want it to? And like, I don't think the answer is yes. Not yet. But soon. I feel soon. Between these two here that I have, like. I I would be I would feel more comfortable using this this surface yeah. than the um, iPad with yeah. the keyboard. But like you said, Dieter, like if you're not, I mean, if these are like if there's eight hundred dollars difference between them, seven hundred dollars between them. But this like feels this is like scares me. This ratio of screen to keyboard yeah. scares yeah. me. Like I feel like I'm gonna. I Tip feel it like it's going to, yeah, just yeah. go away. And this also feels like sturdy. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like sturdy and I feel like I Things can do this and I'm okay with it. But if I were to like close the iPad, I have to like be like delicate. Oh, close, close the keyboard. The, the, the C do the origami. Yeah, you have to like drag it. Oh my God. And... You hurt Imagine my Imagine on an airplane. <laughs> yeah, on an airplane, you're great. If you ever yeah. needed a I... good reason to watch this on YouTube, that that, that you moment. can't hear yeah. is what? All right, Dropbox for business helps people work the way that you want to work. All the things that you love about Dropbox, uh, and presumably you love many things about Dropbox, but you also love enterprise-grade security and administrative controls. They're there. You can help your team work together on any file type, on any device, simply and securely. There's customizable sharing controls, like expiration dates and passwords for shared links. Over 100,000 businesses already use Dropbox for business, and your business could be one of those. So just please sign up for Dropbox for business. I like that I've started ending all the ads by just begging people to use these products and services. <laughs> That's Please why it keeps coming back to you, baby. Is that them. begging that you do for <laughs> them? God, why? They uh, fund this hour of nonsense so that you'll beg. If only there was a place where my business could share files in a box, <laughs> a Dropbox. Dropbox or business, it's all yours. Okay, it's lightning around time. Wait, can I read this email from T-Mobile? Oh, yeah, and then I read the... Oh, my God, we're going to go over today. Oh, yeah. I want you to read that, and then I want to read this Jimmy Iovine quote, because it's okay. crazy. I just read that, and We still didn't get to talk about the other thing. Just the best. My, the Google, my Google search. Yeah. My yeah. dirty, dirty Google search. Yeah. No, I, read the email. Read the email. Okay. Yeah. We're just we're Hi. destined to go over today. From T-MobileNews at Can'tSay.com. <laughs> Can'tSay.com. <laughs> blowing up right guys. now. <laughs> sorry, guys, right now. <laughs> Hi, Nicola. Here's a question for the fan The fashionably conscious should be asking, what's my phone wearing? Every day we get up and make accessory choices. What shoes? What bag? What coat? Yeah. And then we leave the house with a phone in the same ugly utilitarian case every day. That phone that you spend all your time with and carry everywhere, dot, 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 forced into a lifelong bad outfit? Tragic. <laughs> 
when I got this, I started like my heart started racing, started sweating. I've read it so many times that I don't feel as emotional about it, but I just was like, this is so fucking offensive. It's really like, oh my god. Come on. Did you respond? <laughs> by not ever by You should this. have responded. This is silence. You should yeah. have responded with a picture of your phone in no case. Just being like, yo, just rolling nude. Yeah, birthday I got this ugly utilitarian case. <laughs> I love it. Oh my goodness. I bought it at the Apple store. I thought my pitches were bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a, I had a uh, person demand to, the, the, to bring a dog to the office. Okay, so I'm going to read. Is it me? You ready? You ready to get fired up? Yeah. yeah. It's Jimmy Iovine today on CBS. Oh, my God. CBS This Morning. Yep. Women find it difficult at times, some women, to find music, and this helps make it easier. Referring- I just thought of a problem, you know? Girls are sitting around, you know, talking about boys or complaining about boys, you know, when they're heartbroken or whatever, and they need music for that, right? So it's hard to find the right music, you know? Future Not everybody has help. the right lists or knows a DJ. <laughs> That's it. Apple Music, everybody. <laughs> Woo! <sighs> Do you know a DJ? Do you have any heartbreak DJs in your life? I know when I'm feeling low, <laughs> I call my friends the DJs. <laughs> Obviously, like, many of my friends are... No, it's, I'm not a DJ. It's just that I... <laughs> no, lots of those. In oh, life. man, we didn't talk about Tinder either. Neil, I... Oh. What? <laughs> What is music? I don't lists know. Lists are hard. What are lists? I don't know. I don't know any DJs. I gotta, I gotta say, Emily's write up of this is gold. It's so funny. Everybody should read this. It's really, really funny. Uh, I, you know, when girls are sitting around complaining about boys. Well, that's what you do, right? That's all you do. It's unfortunately sure. a lot of what we do. I wish it weren't. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Um, so, but you know, a b- bunch of Tinder DJs then? <laughs> have you ever asked a tinder dj for heartbreak songs mad tinder DJs. actually i do love making boys give me music i do that a lot <laughs> and then judge you know all kinds and then, of and then judge. it's like an easy quick i'll be like oh uh, i'm i have to write this afternoon but like no i can't have any words what should i listen to and then they send you a playlist yeah and then you're like oh nope Swipe left. Yeah. Bad taste. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about the Tinder CEOs? So the company that owns Tinder. Yes. Uh, match. Match. match IPO today. Mm-hmm. Made a bunch of money. But then like yesterday, Sean Rad, perfect name. Great name. The CEO of Tinder gave this like disaster interview. Yes. Do you want to talk through it? <sighs> I mean, there's really just one line. Mm-hmm. Well, he was like, first of all, he's like, I haven't slept with that many chicks. Just 20. And then he was like, supermodels are always trying to bang me. And then he was like. One in particular. He one said he in particular. was very, very yeah. famous. And she, he just has to fend her off. Yeah, this was like in my anyway. world of the internet yesterday. Like this was the link I couldn't stop seeing. Yeah. Or like this was the reblog I couldn't stop seeing mm-hmm. everywhere I went with the same like couple of things. So I'm like very exhausted from it. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did yeah. you have to call a DJ boyfriend to get you songs? <laughs> no, actually, I'm quitting Tinder uh, uh, for you real. Didn't Every just come time back, you're you just on came the back. show. But the more I say it's really happening, the more it's going to happen. And after this, I was like, now I can claim moral reasons, but really, it's just I'm so tired. Anyway, what was his line? He was like, I need to find somebody that I intellectually connect with. What's it called? Sodomy. Sodomy. Yeah, I had. I had his PR person was like, "Oh no!" no. His PR person said, "We're going to get fired." So now, in my Google search history, is sodomy rad, (laughs) rad sodomy. (laughs) Thanks. I gotta say, I mean, just Tinder, just 
I feel like the only reason we talk about Tinder on the show is because you have this like love hate. I know. When will it crumble? Tinder. When I told mm-hmm. my friend this morning that I was like leaving Tinder, um, she sent me a screen cap because now Tinder shows where you work on it, Ooh, and brutal. it sh- And she sent me a screen cap of someone who's employed at Hinge on Tinder, and she just wrote like. Lol, none of us can win, or like something like that. <laughs> he works at the other dating one, and he's still out here. And he's still oh, playing. Man. Actually, God, I like that the the one. So like there was like a sexual harassment, yeah, case yeah. at Tinder, and then yes, and then she went and found another dating app. And but that one's called Bumble. Bumble yeah, Bumble. and the idea that it's called Bumble is just such a sad commentary. Yeah. That's the one where yeah, like women kinda... have to message men first, and Ooh. you only get twenty four hours to well, do it. Through. Wait a minute. So you basically who's bumbling, you... the men or no, the women? Yeah, you someone's bumbling. It double, I mean, it double vibrates I don't know when you match, which I don't is kind of weird. Them. If I were on the dating scene, I would definitely be the bumbler. I'm just saying. Yeah. No, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to message them and you're supposed to say, hi, how do I find music? Hi. <laughs> 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 are, you, are you a DJ? <laughs> I, I was just sitting around with my friends complaining about boys. Hey. and uh, I saw your It would be great if you could make me a list of songs. Yeah. Ah, Jimmy. I'm usually such a Jimmy fan and that's such a fail. Mm-hmm. You don't uh, think this was like a taken out of context, like conveniently terrible? No, Emily embedded no. the video. I mean, we okay. can play yeah. the video. Yeah. I just, I've already read all the quotes. So. Yeah. Isn't that how it works? We Are, you Are you ready? Sean for... Red also said that his mom, um, was, this is actually pretty sweet. She texts him like 17 times a day and she calls a lot. And yeah, he talks he's to his crazy. mom a lot. He's probably like, Are you talking to a reporter? Be quiet. <laughs> like if I was Sean Red's mom, like, I would just have that in a macro. I'd be like, oh, it's, uh, it's on the hour beep. <laughs> All right, lightning round. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, Cats and pickles. <laughs> cucumbers. Cucumbers. <laughs> what just happened to Laura, cats, everybody? Cats hate them some cucumbers. <laughs> Not what? fans of cucumbers. What the hell? Nobody knows going? why. <laughs> they cannot stand them. What just happened? <laughs> they like tomatoes, <laughs> but cucumbers. Zucchinis? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Zucchinis are fine, but not cucumbers. <laughs> Anybody know what the hell's going on? No. You have to have a cat to understand. <laughs> <laughs> Dieter and I were, oh, it's the whole, we're, it's the whole thing. Okay. Go well, ahead. that was the weird lightning round. That's a really weird inside joke. Um, T-Mobile is yeah, super strange. Although, stop looking at me that way. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. T-Mobile has sued yet another company for using the color magenta. They claim that they oh they have a trademark on the color magenta and people are getting confused. This time is a German smartwatch company called Oxy. Do you think colors should be trademarkable like that? I, they actually are because I mean, sh- do you only think of T-Mobile and you think of magenta, or do like I'm okay with a with a brand being like this is our Pantone, like we have this. Yeah, you know I really put this in to tell a story that when we ran and Gadget and Gadget Mobile's color was magenta and T-Mobile sued us. Really? Did they really? It's ridiculous. How did that end up? Uh, we put up a post saying T-Mobile just sued us for trying to use Magenta, and people freaked out. And T-Mobile backed all the way down. Uh, Power. Wouldn't? Could you just say that uh, color is a secondary property, not a primary co- property, and therefore doesn't exist in reality? Ding. Therefore. Adele's new album is out. Have you listened to it? No. You? No. It's not on Spotify though, Micah. I can't. Micah got it right. Yep. I can't. I don't know how to find music. <laughs> You gotta get on Tinder to find some DJs. No, of course I've heard it. Hello from the other side, Dieter. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Hello. I don't get it. It's, it's like a, this huge <laughs> phenomenon. I just, I'm, I'm the only, I don't get it. I listened to the new Justin Bieber. How's that? I love 
Steel Drums, Sad Boy, Island Bieber, the new Bieber, and he's just begging for forgiveness. Ooh, from who? From Selena? No, from all of us, because yeah. he knows he's been... He's on his, he's on his LaBeouf tour. Oh. By the way, yeah. Steel Drums, Sad Boy. Steel Drums, Sad Boy, yeah. That is my band's name. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all this like, island, like, da 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 But then he's just like comes in with his emotions and forgiveness. Dieter reviewed the Chrome bit, which turns any monitor or television in, into a Chrome OS computer for $85. Yes, I did. <laughs> I watched the Snap story. Should I buy it? it? Should we buy it? Uh, buy it if you want a spare random ass computer in your junk drawer. Buy it if you know you're never going to use it more than five tabs on it. Elliot Auto Show this week. You got a bunch of people there. Uh, Tamara Warren uh, got a huge scoop. Yep. Uh, found a company. It's a secret company. It's going after Tesla. But Thomas Rooker this morning put a head on the site. Cars and new gadget. Is that correct, Lauren Good? Yes. Land Rover Evoke convertible SUV. Land Rover Evoke. Yeah. Convertible SUV. Convertible yes. SUV. A convertible SUV. Two-door <laughs> convertible SUV. Yes. Yep. Yes. This is either like the coolest thing ever or it's the next PT Cruiser. Like, I'm like, wait, do I love this or is this like the worst? The press shot is a guy. They're driving. I believe he's in the snow, but he's wearing sunglasses and like short sleeves at the top down, just like blasting in his SUV. That's the whole life. I'm assuming he's not wearing shoes. Hmm. Lightning round, driving a car with no shoes on. Bad. Bad. Super bad. Awful. Super fun. No. Bad. No. <laughs> because if you, if you get in a garage, you have to walk on the concrete that's got oil slick on it, and that's gross. Also, but like, better. I feel like I'd be so focused on the texture on my toes, and then I would be distracted from driving. No, but wet feet in the garage. Worst thing ever, right? That's disgusting. Yeah. 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 Emoji is the word of the year. The, cr- the happy, happy emoji. Uh, I'm doing a thing with my hands. It's not a sense. word. It's an emoji. Uh, don't I, be a prescriptivist. It's fine. What do you mean? I hate it. The you happy emoji has to be the word of the year? I'm confused. It is. The Oxford English Dictionary. Like simple. The word of the year is like the happy with tears. It's the yeah. crying. It's the like happy laughing, crying. crying. Yeah, laughing, crying emoji. What does that say about this year? I it's don't even so know. It's so sad. It it's says really that, we're, that, that words started as pictograms and now we're going back and it's fine. Don't worry about it. Just like okay. we're going back to silent so have you clicked on the evoke? that actually. Yeah. Have you? I'm with you. <laughs> have you clicked on the evoke convertible picture yet? No, where is it's it? In the run. I'll send it to you. We only have like two more things in lightning round. Okay. I'm just saying. Fallout 4, Dieter. I haven't played Afraid 2 because I want to keep my job and my life and my girlfriend. <laughs> I don't mm. understand it. Is. is that like Fallout Boy? Yes. <laughs> you just giggling at the car. <laughs> no, at Fallout Boy. <laughs> <laughs> There's no other response to Fallout Boy. I actually have deep feelings about Fallout Boy, but that's another thing. All right, all right, one more, one more. We're not doing a show next week. That's right. So we got to do it t- we got to do it today. Dieter, what are you thankful for? You get, don't start with me. Why not? Because I said I so. I started with okay, Lauren. What are you thankful for? Yeah, I'm. Do I have to be serious? No. Oh, have you been on this show for the past <laughs> hour? You can be thankful for Tinder DJs if you want. Oh man, <laughs> you can be, I, be serious. Get let the audience connect with you. Okay. Uh, well, so personally, I'm very thankful to be working with you guys because uh-huh. as of you know just a few months ago, I was over at Recode, and yeah. now we're merging, and it's you know you guys bought us and it's been going really well so far it started on a real high and it ended with like a dry <laughs> statement of facts and, and then there was an exchange of value yes. and now i must work here yes and i was traded like a baseball player <laughs> no no but in all seriousness i'm so excited to be working with you guys 
<laughs> this is it's really it's been really cool. So I'm very grateful for that and for that opportunity and the experience so far. It's gonna get better. Um, and I'm also grateful that we just we're we're very lucky people. We're very yeah. lucky people. And you're laughing right now. I'm and watching I'm not, a I'm trying to get cat serious. Just freaking out at this over cucumber. A cucumber. And I'm grateful. <laughs> I told you for cats and cucumbers. Okay. Well, I'm thankful that you work here too. All Thanks. right. Me? Which one? Wh- I don't know. I called on Dieter earlier and he refused to answer. So I'm calling on you, Nicola. I'm you grateful that my cat allergies are going away with age. I don't know. What? <laughs> you have a cat what? thing. <laughs> they really are, though. As I get older, I'm less allergic to cats. It's great. Okay. So esoteric response for Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, no, I mean, to go the serious note, yeah, I have a really lovely life. I have a lot of very good and supportive people in my world. And I, I love doing this Verge thing. It's like totally new, weird world to be in. It's great. Yeah, um, yeah just the basics. Yeah. Family, yeah. friends, employment, and living alone. Mm. <laughs> Another dark alley for Nicola. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. You're oh, my it. God. The Players Mansion. <laughs> I feel like we're going to... That's gonna... my hashtag for my home decor on Instagram, the Players Mansion. You can look it up. All right. You have to go next. I'm... I have to go next? Yeah. Well, I'm thankful for all of you. I'm thankful for this show. I like our company and our thing. Uh, and I'm thankful for Tinder DJs. Because <laughs> now I want to meet some. I can send you a bunch of ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. I'm thankful for having Nickel on the show. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling Yeah. Zone. I love all being right. here. Bone Zone. Uh, thankful for my family. Uh, I'm, I'm thankful for people that on the internet find ways to be kind and humane instead of, uh, knee jerk and mean. Cause it's, it's not easy and it's super easy to not be. And so for people who actually try and even in 140 characters or in a comment, you know, express some charity and find ways to be decent and understanding. It's really nice. Please yeah. do it more. Yeah. And we have a good audience. I'm thankful. The yeah. Virgecast audience in particular is very kind. So to us all the time. nice. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. They showed up for Nicola in a comment. Oh, thing. man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was hard. They like yeah. you. It was, it was great. great. They really like you. All they right. Like you. They really do. They do. <laughs> uh, hang on. We got one more. Just, I'll get through it. Give me a second. Uh, this one's for Braintree. That guy's actually yeah. tapping his fingers over there. He's I like, I know. We're so like, over. Look. <laughs> Look, Andrew. <laughs> We'll be done with the show in a minute, but We're first, 10 minutes over. let's talk about full stack payment solutions. Soft layers. No, it's no. Braintree. <laughs> <laughs> so wrong. Oh, so wrong. No. Uh, Sorry, Braintree. I got to say soft layer. Soft layer owes us like 30, Plaintively $35 tweeting right us now. Because they don't, they, they don't know what's That's going on. That's a new on. hashtag for us. That was so great. Uh, by the way, if you're listening to this, please do not explain to soft layers Twitter account. Just keep <laughs> using the hashtag. But sign up for their cloud services. Yeah. All right, Braintree, Braintree gives you a full-stack payment it. solution. Uh, Braintree has support for all payment types that your customers might want. You can start accepting Android Pay, Apple Pay, PayPal, Bitcoin, Venmo, cards, whatever's next with a single integration across all platforms with superior fraud protection, customer service, and fast payouts. We're going to just put it on The Verge. Just yeah. pay The Verge with whatever <laughs> you want. Check it out for yourself. Hit braintreepayments.com slash vergecast uh, and just start start integrating that money directly into your life. Can I say something real quick? Yes. Uh, and you got to engage. Yeah, yeah. I will engage. Before I engage, I want to say, uh, I think two Vergecasts ago, I encouraged people, 
So this would have been two weeks ago, so now we're on the third week of it. Yeah. Maybe it was three weeks ago. But I encourage people to troll Neli by saying the Packers suck. They're awful. And ever since then, they've, just been, they've been sucking. They're so, so bad. Please keep doing it. Ooh. Speaking of charity, I put up that like joke post about the Packers sucking and Aaron Rodgers like throwing a surface on the ground. Yeah, yeah. I've been getting hate mail from like fellow Wisconsinites. Really? Who are like, you don't stop it. Support your team. <laughs> it's, like, not about, it's not about Aaron. It's about him throwing the surface. Yeah. I mean, well, they're also terrible. Yeah. Right. By the way, it's officially called the Tears of Joy emoji. Mm. That's the word of the year is Tears of Joy. I live if with a Patriots fan. Joy, that would be amazing. Huh? Oh, I said I live with the Patriots fan. But mm. fortunately, wow, that's rough. I know. If you want to follow you should, us, you should meet some Tinder DJs. If you want to follow us, you can <laughs> find uh, some boys who can make you some songs. We're at Verge and on Snapchat, <laughs> on Twitter, on Snapchat, we're the real Verge. Uh, uh, you should go to mm-hmm. iTunes and, and uh, give us a review there on iTunes. We prefer the five stars. And while you're there, you should leave a review and you should tell us what you're thankful for. That yes. would be really kind and nice. You said all the tweets like. and snaps? I have mentioned a couple of tweets and snaps. I'm also going to say we've got other shows. We've got uh, What's Tech. We've got Control, Alt, Delete. And uh, there's Verge ESP. These are all very good shows. Uh, you can find all of them at iTunes.com slash The Verge. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, I am Backlon. Lauren Good is Lauren Good with mm-hmm. an E. Mm-hmm. Nicola Fumo is Nicola Fumo with an underscore. Between the first and last name. Right. Neli is Reckless. I am. Can't fight it. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. I think I was trying to wink and then I blinked. It was like a two eye half wink. It was kind of a reckless <laughs> wink. It was kind of a sleepy. Yeah, it was a reckless. You reckless DJ. You. <laughs> uh, we're taking next week off for Thanksgiving. Thank uh, so we're going to miss you and we hope you'll miss us. But we're grateful for you guys. So You're thank you wonderful. for watching. Tweet at us. Yes. We, have, we actually have a surprising amount of hilarious Thanksgiving posts going up on the site. I'm excited for that. It's going to be fun. Yeah. All right. Let's go Vikings. <sighs> Goodbye. Rock and roll. 